Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is Minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast, your favorite weekly games podcast. My name is Kerry Palmer, and joining me, as always, is Jeremy Bradstitch. I've got the weirdest feeling like I'm forgetting something as a part of the setup, but like I've got recording there and I've got recording there and the live stream is there and I've got everything. Like, like I have done, done everything, Yeah, but I just feel like I'm forgetting something. But I like, mean, I think it's the topic. No, no, it's not that. It's like, 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 like a process thing that I've missed at some point, but like that's definitely not the case. Okay. Um, it's but, not like looking at your notes or something? No, no, like, cause like, I, I, like I've got the notes up as well and I've, like, I've got everything, but for some reason it's just, it's just, just one of those silly feelings. <laughs> Sam in the chat asks if you forgot to put pants on. Ah! <laughs> My dick! <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, Jeremy. Kerry. How's your weekend? Good. It was good. We did a live stream. We did do a live stream along with 12 other people. Yeah, we did. I, I should, I should phrase that. We, we did, we partook in a charity stream, um, that was not hosted by us. We didn't do the streaming. We were as a, we were guests on the stream. And um, it was a great time. This was the the Halo 2 table read charity stream that we were talking about last week. Yes, yes. Um, from our, and our man, wonderful it was friends so much fun. Our, our wonderful friends from Game on Cancer invited us um, to, to, to be two, two prophets from Halo 2 to read their mm-hmm. lines uh, amongst a, 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 a drizzling of, of miscellaneous Halo 2 characters as well mm-hmm. um, and go through the game front to back yeah, reading every 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 bit of dialogue. I uh, I I I put a bit of work into the voice I was doing, and I found it very very challenging because the the prophet's voice I had to replicate was very withered and old man like, and I was like, I actually don't think I can replicate this without hurting myself. Yeah, right. So I just I just did what I could in like a comfortable sense, and we were alongside so many. Excellent performances. Yeah. That 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 show. I don't like. I, I said this to everyone afterwards. I don't even want to call anyone out in particular because I think everyone did such a great job. Yeah. But we would we would be sitting there, and the first time we heard um, was it Umbral doing Tartarus or or Dev as a Grave Mind. It was yeah. Ah, oh, we like everyone in the in the stream in the chat, and then all of us on the stream as well. We're all like, whoa. <laughs> yeah it was so cool and 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 especially as well um uh the, the the voice of the arbiter as well was also very good um that was um terry fear um because that is not an easy voice to do and no he no. did you have a, to have a, the register like it's you're, you're hard limited on that by the register yeah and like and then you have to perform it, the, like a, a a very very commendable performance because there's a lot of arbiter lines as well and there's a lot of nuance in the in the mm-hmm. arbiter reads um so it's it was it, it was it was very impressive by all i think yes um it uh, was so fun if you if you want to catch that you can find the youtube video on uh our friend Shane Bailey's channel that's it's Shane Bailey is the youtube channel um it's a really fun time what is it about two and a half hours and uh it's just it was just so much fun she did a great job of setting the music to each scene and um 
I, you know, I got chills so many times thinking about each of those scenes as they came up, like the the Covenant ship exploding at the start, and thinking of that that cut scene from the anniversary edition while yeah. it happened, or the the slip space jump. Oh, there's so many moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was so fucking fun. <laughs> it was so fucking fun. Yeah, absolutely. And raised just over a grand. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. Everyone, everyone coming together and and supporting such a great charity. Yeah. It was lovely. Yeah. Jeremy. Kerry. You said you had something to kick the show off. So that I should do. I should I do the intro? Yes, or, you should or... do the intro because it's it's longer than it will take to get through all of it before you should do the intro. Yeah, wow. Okay. All right, everyone. Strap in. Jeremy's about to bring us something. I don't know what it is. Um, but I'll do the intro and then we'll find out. Hey, thanks all for listening, for being here. This is the Minimap cast, minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast. Uh, this podcast goes live on all podcast platforms every Wednesday with 24 hours of early access given to all of our wonderful patrons. More on that in just a second. If you like what you're hearing, oh, pardon me, uh, make sure to tell your friends and give the show a positive rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, it makes a huge difference and it only takes a couple of seconds. If you want to get notified every time a new episode is released, uh, you can follow us on social media. That's at MinimapAU on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and also Twitch, where we are live every Monday night, 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time for the live recording of the Minimapcast. Uh, we always hang out with the chat during and before and after. It's a good time. Uh, you can also find us on Blue Sky. The handle is just the same as our website, minimap.com.au. Just search that on Blue Sky and you'll find the Blue Sky account. We wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. And finally, Minimap is completely independent and funded almost entirely out of our own pockets. So if you'd like to help keep the mics and lights on, you can support us by going to patreon.com slash minimapau and becoming one of our patrons. For only $5 a month, you'll get 24 hours of early access for all episodes of the Minimap cast as well as extra bonus features and more. Uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash minimapau to help us out uh, for an amount that's cheaper than a latte with oat milk. Uh, that's it. Cool. We did it. We did it. So, <laughs> yesterday. I was at home. Yesterday. Sunday. Sunday. My birthday. I was at home. Congratulations. I mean, happy birthday. Thank you. Congratulations. Made it, made, Congratulations. It around, made it around once more. Um, I sent... Uh, I, I was, I was How old are you now? 21? I think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I told you that the other day that I had to Google my birthday, right? No. Yeah. So, so like, so I'm not, a, I don't celebrate my birthday almost at all. Like I just, I'm just not, it's just not me. But like I had like a twenty minute conversation at work the other day where like we were talking about like age and like what it's like to like move, like uh, like got like change different parts of your life at different age and stuff. And he's a bit older than me, and I had like a twenty minute conversation where like I I was just I was just saying I was twenty six turning twenty seven. Um, for the entire conversation, <laughs> that's not right, and it's not correct. It's not correct. But I forgot. I had no idea yeah. how old I was. And like we were talking and then for a little bit, like I went silent and I was like trying to work it in my head. And I was like, I, I have no idea how old I am. And so I had to type in like, just how old am I into Google? And then they're like, <laughs> and then they're like, what's your date of birth? And I typed in my date of birth and it's like, you're 25. I'm like, okay. Hey, like, Hey, Hey Sam, I'm, I'm 25. I'm not 26. Um, I, 
I just don't remember. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I I thought that you Googled Jeremy Bradditch's birthday. No, 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 no. No. But yeah, it's funny when, when you know the year, but I can't like you calculate know the date, it. but like, yeah, putting it ahead like that, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm I'm born in ninety seven, right? And so like yeah. it ninety seven is hard to calculate when the when the, the last digit of the year is a three. Like I, yes. and and it's also like close to the end of the year as well, and it's just it's a whole thing. I, for me, it's a bit easier, I think, because I'm born in '95, right? Which yeah. means that like, it's quite like I just I could just if I'm ever unsure, I just move a number over by five yes. and figure out how many tens, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like that's it. Um, which is a, a very easy shorthand, but. Yeah, totally. I, totally. I, I can see. I can see that being an issue. I, I'm getting to the point where I've stopped caring that much, and I start forgetting my birthday. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I was at home on my birthday, and I was watching a movie. Um, I was watching a movie called uh, Koyani Skutsi, um, which is a 1980s uh, documentary, kind of um, question mark. Yeah. Well, so so the thing is, it's like the film itself is a like Aaron. Would, Aaron 20 minute film where there's no dialogue. Um, there's no narration. There's no characters. Um, it is just footage um, set to music. And the, the film is, it's, it's quite an artistic documentary mm. where like uh, the Koyani Skutsi, I think like, I'm not sure it, what language it is, um, but mm. I believe it roughly translates um, into um, life out of balance. Um, Life out of balance. Okay, and it is a it is a, a film that is meant to represent like how the 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 world is changing and ra- things are rapidly changing. It was the nineteen eighties. It was the beginning of computers and you know all of this like like intense uh, commercialization of everything in the West, um, and how like the world is changing and and all of this stuff. It's 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 all right. It's like you're gonna be in the mood for a film where there's not a single word spoken, um, but like it's it's good. I like it. Um, and so I was watching this film mostly. I was also working on my laptop at the same time, but I was watching it. Um, and there's a part in the film where there's a, there's a shot um, of just like a building that has like been completely like reduced to rubble, and there's some music that plays over it. And I'm just gonna quickly play part of that clip right now. Um, was it music from the Lair soundtrack? No, it was not music from the Lair soundtrack. Okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to join the dots here. I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> it's a bit quiet. Yeah, yeah. This is this is what it looks like for those who are who are watching at home. I think I've heard this before. Yeah, it's like what, well, like it's, it's <laughs> you have, but through me. So, oh, I am watching this and like, and my ears perk up. I'm like, I know this song. I've recognition. Heard, I've heard this song, and you see, Carrie, my brain is so rot and so rotten, so full of rot. I have heard that song before. I'm now going to play from you a clip from the TV show uh, Star Wars Rebels. Um, there is one specific uh, clip in the film where one of the characters named Zeb is is it, it's 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 a it's a beautiful episode. It's my favorite episode of the entire show. But there's a scene where he's uh, 
basically using some of the the magic from from his species because he's an alien um, <laughs> to to make uh, to to use some magic in his species from his species to send a ship through like a nebulous wormhole dangerous part of the galaxy that usually if you fly in you just blow up um this is from that but it's got the same music it's got almost the exact same music under it i'll skip ahead briefly to a part where there's not like spaceships getting blown up Anyway, and so my brain like twigs and I'm like, oh my God, it's from that. And I like freak out. And I'm like, like, is this like, is this like a really old classical piece of music or is this like that, like more, more than you realize people eat? But no, it's, the song was written for Kayani Scutzi by a composer oh, right. named, named Philip Glass. Um, who's like a quite oh. a well-known composer? Yes, yes, yes. I've I've played music from Philip Glass before, or yeah. I've heard it. Yeah. And then I continue the film, and there's another part in the film where the soundtrack is this. This is Queen's Got again. This this plays at both the very beginning and the very end of the of the. Is that the, the name of the film? Yes, it is. Yes, that the Gregorian Lee chanting. Yes, I'm now going to play for you, Kerry, uh, from again Star Wars Rebels, the uh, Admiral <laughs> Thrawn's theme. <laughs> The chanting Thrawn. Now, this piece is not n- not nearly as close as the previous two, but mm-hmm. there's definitely a bit of inspiration happening there. And so I Google it, and I find out that the composer of Star Wars Rebels... Google Star Wars Rebels, Kony Scott. I literally whatever. Googled that exact thing, and I <laughs> yeah. found out that the, that the composer of Star Wars Rebels was directly inspired by Philip Glass. Um, right. Which, which I, I, I didn't know that. Um... So I am now deeply, deeply tempted to email the composer of Star Wars Rebels. Uh, I forget his name. It's Kevin something. Um, and like, be like, hey, I just watched Kyoni Skatsi. Like, tell me I'm right, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also think it's very funny that uh, from this point onwards, because since um, all of the Rebels characters now appearing in Soka mm. Show and the, the future Star Wars film directed by Dave Filoni, um, we, and like we got that Thrawn fil- uh, song in Ahsoka as well, right? But they were diegetically chanting Thrawn, Thrawn. Oh, in the world, in right. the world. Yeah, we have weirdly enough, we will get music from Koyani Skutsi in one of the next Star Wars <laughs> films in this weird roundabout inspirational way. Yeah, um, yeah, that's which, that's really strange. Which I think is kind of neat. Um, yeah, no, it's cool, and it's it's nice to see that sort of you know inspiration and homage and yeah. sort of things like that. It's just it's just strange to see that 
that like outlet for inspiration being one of the biggest media properties in the entire world. Yes, totally. <laughs> and, and like and like Star Wars does it all the time. Um, like Star Wars completely like is lifted from Kurosawa films and and a bunch of other stuff. Like like Lucas has said that. Um, hmm. But there's a. I think there's also something neat about something really fucking weird. Like, Koei is a weird film. It is not a popular film. It is definitely, like, cult in that space. Um, and it is fun to see a direct through line of the the person making this weird experimental thing eventually make its way into Star Wars directly. Um, yes. Which is why it's important that we you make weird shit, everybody. Um but also we do it every week we do it every week but also i had no one to tell this to because the venn diagram of people who have seen star wars rebels <laughs> and the venn diagram of people who have seen kohani skutsi is i don't know like in my world i'm the only one in there if you've seen both of those things you should tell me on twitter or whatever so we can be friends but at the moment, it's a it's a lonely it's a lonely room, and so I, I think there's a there's a third smaller circle in there, which is Philip Glass. Well, no, it'll be Kevin. <laughs> it'll be. I guess so. I, yeah. I doubt Kevin. I, d- I doubt Philip Glass saw saw Rebels. Well, um, I guess I guess he's the crossover. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, me and Phil are in the middle of the Venn diagram. Um, so I messaged two people. I messaged my best friend who's really into Star Wars and my other best friend who's really into film. Yeah. And I had to explain. You tried to bridge the gap for I, them. I had to explain each other's half <laughs> to be like, this is neat. And they, they both thought it was cool, but also yep. very weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that is eerily very similar to that lair soundtrack moment i had where i heard the lair soundtrack and it sounded so similar to the outer wild soundtrack yeah right yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> where i heard that one song in one digital foundry video and yeah. i'm like hang on <laughs> yeah <laughs> so there uh, you I've, go uh, i've just messaged a friend of mine from high school and said do we ever play something by philip glass in school yeah, i can't right. remember because i re- i know the name in that very like I'm sure I've played your work before kind of a way. Yeah, right. So hopefully hopefully Tom comes in with the goods. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just having a look at like stuff. He's done so much. I've been he's scrolling done a through. Lot. He's uh, I, he's done too much honestly for <laughs> me to identify what it might be that I've played from him. He's still alive. I didn't know that. He's 86. Cool. Um, That's old. Mm. But yeah, that's a, that was like, <laughs> I was kind of at home, like, just like scratching my head being like, what, what is going on? <laughs> I, I always really been like, is it just me? Am I yeah. imagining this? I was like, I always relate everything to Star Wars, but like, how did, how did this happen? <laughs> yeah. It's very cool. It's very, it's very you. Yeah. Like, all of it isn't it just? It's, it's very you. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, funny. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Thank you for taking us on that ride. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> <laughs> now you have even more people to talk to about this uh, strange yes. phenomenon. Yes. The strange moment in time. Th- that Yeah, the strange moment that is Star Wars brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I don't really have a, a, a clean follow-up for that 
with anything. <laughs> like, I don't think I would ever have any kind of follow-up for that. Um, yeah. I, I guess, except talking about Lair and Outer Wilds. Um, so uh, let's, let's get on to talking about video games, huh? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Uh, now, everyone, it's going to be a shorter episode this week. We, uh, we, we're, we're gearing up for end of year, so we're, we're playing stuff um, in the lead-up to sort of end of year discussions. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so that means, you know, we've been playing a lot this week, and also we haven't got a topic for this week. So we're just going to we're gonna give you what we've been playing, and then that'll be the show. Yeah. But um, that's fine. It's yeah. a, a nice casual catch-up today. Um, in case the first 20 minutes of this show didn't set the tone for you already, I'll just let it out for you explicitly. <laughs> what do you mean? I had, um, the, I had the breathing room to go all the way into that whole thing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, we're, and we're still going to be early. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to touch on a bit what I've been playing and then you've got, you've got a whole thing you want to get into. So yeah. um, what am I here to talk about? Everyone, it's the third week straight of Armored Core 6 content coming from Kerry on the minimap cast. Um, and it's going to be much shorter than the last couple of times because uh, it's not just about me getting back into it and it's not just about me finishing the game and then getting into the whole, like, loop thing that they're doing. It's about me wrapping up. And uh, I f so basically, I finished the third playthrough, which is when you get the true ending of the game and you get, like, a new credit sequence, which is the same people, but it's, like, different music and different um, images under it feels very like full circle you've completed the game you actually did it well done um the final 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 boss of that playthrough is the hardest fight i've had to do since completing my first playthrough hell yeah um which was great that's what, that's it was awesome want, right? to have that challenge at the end yeah nice pardon i said that, that's what you want right Yes, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Because both of the final bosses in Endings 1 and 2, I found easy. Uh, I think yeah. I first tried both of them, or... No, not, not the no, first no, one. I yeah, think I did that in, one. like... I did that in, like, 20 or 30 minutes, though. It wasn't long. Yeah. Um, this boss took me, like, two or three hours. Yeah, right. Um, and it was good. And I was sitting there, and I was thinking, I'm like, what am I going to do? And I ended up beating it with just, like... <laughs> three three sets of missiles and a sword <laughs> um, it was really weird uh but it worked it was great anyway i they the third ending i'm i'm the reason this is going to take very long is because i don't want to spoil the ending but a lot of what the third playthrough does is it unravels some of those mysteries that they were sprinkling in in the first and second playthroughs where you're like hang on that never got addressed they they give you more of that in the third one and they 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 unspool it a bit. And I was very invested. I'm like, what's going to be different? What's going to be the same? There's this sort of sinister overtone sort of happening over the top of all this. End of chapter four, things start diverging drastically. And I don't know what's happening and this and that. And I get to the end confrontation and I get to the credits and I get to the end and I'm like, I think that was my least favorite playthrough. Oh, really? That's annoying. And... I was saying something we were talking in the pre-show about call of duty yeah. and we we're talking about playing black ops and how that game has this really interesting story where there's a mystery that sort of unravels throughout the whole thing. And then there's a twist and you understand what was happening and sort of recontextualizes everything, but it's still, it, it, it wraps it up neatly at the end too. It like, it's a, it's a whole concise, complete story. And what I found when playing armored core six 
in that third playthrough, the mystery was very fun to be a part of and to see unravel and to, and to have those questions and be like, oh, something's different. What's this? What's that? That whole experience was fun. But looking at actually what happened as a whole, as like the story from beginning to end, at least of that third playthrough, I actually just found it wanting. I found it didn't make much sense. I still had a lot of questions, which I guess is just from software's bag. I was just asking questions or making you ask questions that they will not answer. And yeah, overall I found, I was like, oh, I love that the final boss was this and okay, the last cutscene was whatever, but like motivations of characters and reasonings why things happened. Like I actually don't understand why the final boss fight took place. Like, I'm like, why Why did this happen? I, I don't understand why. Yeah, it's right. a cool fight, and it like the characters are sort of interesting that are there, whatever, but I don't understand why it happened at all. For So for it to be the final, final, final encounter, and for it to have me sort of feeling bemused by the end of it was a bit of a letdown. Right. Um, so yeah, I am so, still so glad I did it, and I, yeah. I, I like I, yeah, I, I am really wholeheartedly in love with this game. Um, I wish it had been such a such a like triumphant finish that had wanted that had allowed me to want to play through even again for a fourth time and keep going and find the extra stuff because now all the only trophies I've got left are S rank all the missions, which I just might never do, but the rest of it yeah. is like. Find all the weapons, find all the the components, find all the the mech parts, and it's like, oh great! I could look up a guide, cross reference my list of parts, and see which ones I'm missing, and go and get those. I'd be happy to do that to work towards a platinum. But I finished the game, and I just I saw that I'm like, oh yeah, I might get to that, and I just haven't gone back. And I know I would have kept going if the ending had kept me in there, but it really kind of like, kind of spun me out by the end, you know. And I was just, I felt like I was looking out from the outside. I'm like, that was neat. I'm going to go do something else now. Yeah. And I think that's fine. <laughs> like, it is fine. It is. That's, that no, is you're right. well and that's okay. not a problem. Yeah. It just, I wanted to continue to be as enthusiastic as I had been last week. You know, I just. I know. But, but also you like. You, of course that would end on its own at some point. Right. Yeah. But also you wouldn't be getting maybe what you wanted by just going and getting more pieces of armor which is more story. <laughs> yes, that's true. Like, like you'll get but, a little bit, like you'll get the flavor text of the guns and stuff, but like you won't get like the, the plot. No, you're right. There's nothing left to unravel, right? There's nothing left to experience anew. But the, well, I mean, outside of trying new loadouts. Um, but me falling out of it like this is indicative of how yeah. sort of, disappointing it was i guess yeah um so yeah that's my armored core 6 update i love that game i love that game so much yeah um and the and that third playthrough is worth it for for the journey and for that final fight absolutely um and you know you get new unlocks and all of that but yeah just a little miffed about that Uh, is is it worth now doing what i do which is you find some you find some youtubers you like and then you live through the highs of that game Oh, again. Th- through, through, through someone else. And enjoy them going, oh, look at that fucking worm. And then like the, I won't miss. And they're like, what do you mean I won't miss? And, the, and you're like, oh. Because yeah, they're like, yeah, oh. Yeah. 
I I wanted to do that with Andy because I watched him when I when I beat Balteus in August. I was like Andy Cortez. This is I I went and looked at his channel to be like, oh, let me see how you fought this and how long it took you and what you thought at the start originally and whatever. Yeah. But he he fell off of regularly streaming it, so I don't have his reaction for the worm fight or the rest of the game. Yeah. Um. And you got to find someone. That's actually, like... it didn't pull that much attention on YouTube outside of like the heavy like PV yeah, P right. scene. And Vardy's still he's making a lore video, but he's been working on one this entire time that apparently is more than three hours long at this point and still isn't out. Oh, that's so exciting, though. <laughs> it is, although, honestly, I just want his take on the ending right. <laughs> without yeah. having to watch a three-hour video. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I yeah, I, I, I don't think it's a bad idea, but, yeah, it's just it's just a little, little disappointing. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, excellent game. Going to be sitting very high on my personal list this year. Yeah, yeah um, me too. I ended up playing a bit of Diablo, sort of something a bit relaxing. I've heard good things about the new season. Um, not really that much is different, except the game does feel a bit better in season two because they've got a whole that they've they've juiced up the experience gains and all of that. However, I was playing through and I was like, this feels really good right now. Like I feel I'm I'm crunching through these levels, and when I was doing this for work, it wasn't going this fast, and and then it turns out they're doing like a free a, a free week for Diablo Four, including a thirty five percent. XP and gold gains boost yeah, right. across the board at all times. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's why it feels better because it's artificially inflated and it's not going to be like this in the future. And I was thinking like, I'm so glad I happened to jump into it this week when it was boosted and I and it felt just fun to play because I probably had the best time I probably could have and I've had my fill and I'll just leave it be now. Yeah. Because I don't know when the boost ends. It was like, if it's like that all times, so I'd probably stick around all times. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny that. <laughs> it's funny funny how kind of busted their, their XP is. <laughs> yeah. Their treadmill is too obvious, I think, is the problem with that game. Yeah, right. It, yeah, like I know a lot of people like at work and stuff who are really into Diablo, mm. and they're also not super into this one either. Yeah. It's been... I think it's it is not hit as hard, nearly as hard as they were hoping. No, it doesn't have that same everlasting uh, impression that two and three had. Yeah, and know, like th- three didn't have it at the beginning either. It's like it took a while for true. Three it was a rough there. launch. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So just wanted to mention that uh, that Diablo has only been fun because it's completely <laughs> completely busted at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. There you yeah. Go. But yeah, that's kind of it for me for this week. You know, I played a bit of Zelda, I played a bit of Cyberpunk, but nothing really to talk about. Mm. How about you, Jeremy? I, I I played a video game called um, The Legend of Zelda um, Tears of the Kingdom. Ah, excellent. Mm. I'm not sure if you, you're aware of that one. That one's a, uh, the, the, the sequel to The Breath of the Wild, they say. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that one. Bit yeah. of an indie sleeper, yeah. if I remember. A bit yeah. of a cult yeah. classic. And, and, it, and in, an independent game, a self-published independent game. Um, yeah, exactly. I hope it gets it fl- its flowers this year at the yeah. Game Awards. Yeah. Um, I uh, finished it. Oh. <laughs> I, I rolled credits. Um, I was with you playing that game like a week ago and you hadn't finished it. No. Um, I was like, I was not far from the ending, 
but okay. but in like in 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 true modern like 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 current era of Zelda, you're never really far from the ending. Um, right. You can like there's the there's the main line quests that you should do prior to the ending, but you can do it prior to those. Um, but realistically, they're not actually that far away. Um, you know, like it's like Breath of the Wild, even more so. You can finish that game within minutes. Yeah, like you don't even have to visit each of the four towns. Yes. Um, yeah. but, but I did do all of the main line quest stuff in Tears of the Kingdom. Um, as well as uh, I did the entirety of the depths. Um, mm. uh, okay, let, sorry, let, actually, let me rephrase that. I charted all of the depths. I didn't do everything there is to do in the depths. Um, there's some bosses in there that, I, that I've not done. Um, and there's, there's, a, there's some areas that I've just not bothered to go through. Like I can see another eager fucking thing over there. I'm like, ah, no. Um, <laughs> but I've, I've, I've done all of the mines in the yep. depths and I've also... Um, because main, mainly because like you don't explore them, like you just go there and you're just in the mine, um, and there's just p- a piece of armor there. Um, yeah, there's I- facilities down there that like break my brain a bit. Or it's like I don't. There are so many moving parts here that I can interact with, and I don't know what I'm meant to do. <laughs> yeah, that I assumed were part of the story, but I get there and I'm like, well, what the fuck is happening here? There's not a lot. Like, there's actually not a lot to do down there. Um, a lot of, like there's not like there's not a lot of interactable parts of it that aren't enemies, eager things, chests, bosses, pose, <laughs> pose, um, and like the um, some of the zonai stuff, um, mm. uh, like just like foundries and and things, um, and like so so yeah so so basically where I was at last week is I was up to um the, when you go to Hyrule Castle after you go to the four um you you do the four temples and then you go to Hyrule Castle the first time hmm. that is where I was up to and then I did the rest of that in like a week and a half like the second half of the game in a week and a half by yep, this point yep. I was a lot stronger and I'd done a bunch of the stuff like I'd done most of the depths already by that point and I'd done And you'd explored around the map so you didn't have yeah. to like walk all the way to a brand new area like you could start from a lookout tower or something. And I'd done a lot of side stuff and I'd upgraded a lot of my like a lot of my slots and stuff and had like some okay armor and a lot of food. Um so I was like I was I was ready to go but then yeah so I did the like I did the master sword quests and then I did the Hyrule, I did like I explored nearly all of Hyrule Castle as far as I'm aware, um, and then did the final like story chunk. But I did all of that prior to a different story mission. And so, what right. was really funny is that I did all of this story stuff without it actually asking me to, but I, I, knew, I could see where the thread was taking me, but I just wasn't actually up to it yet. And then I did the story stuff that I was up to. And I go back to Pura in the um, the, the main mm. town just outside of Hyrule Village. And she's like, all right, hey, cool, nice. Well, you've done that now after I did that story quest that was meant to be before everything that I did. Yeah. She's like, all right, now go do this, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, what? You've already done it? Okay. <laughs> well, now it's time to go do this, dot, dot, dot. What? You've already done it? Like, and like <laughs> did that three or four times? <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, and then she's like, all right. Go kill Ganondorf. <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right. Um, Imagine being a character and getting to say that. <laughs> hey? 
imagine being a character and getting to say that. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> and then I got the I got the the Breath of the Wild mission, which is destroy Ganondorf. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and then I did. Um, I so think, at this time, how much of the depths had you explored? By the time I was ready to destroy Ganondorf, I'd done all of it. Okay. I did all of that leading up to it because I, I, I was like, okay, I've got like, I've now got an internal checklist of things that I want to do. Um, what do I want to do before I go actually take him down? It's like, I need the yeah. Master Sword. I need, um, like, like I wanted to get X amount of hearts. I literally just wanted to get second layer of hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, I had enough stamina. I needed like a bunch of food. And I was like, I need armor that I look cool in. I need to just keep getting armor until I'm like, all right, I've got a set that together works in a way that I, I look like Link. I feel like Link. I yeah. feel like a, I feel like I feel like I need I need Ganondorf killing threads basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need you you need not plot armor in terms no. of like you need you need you need plot armor. You yeah. need armor that's like that fits the plot. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and I found that. So I had the I had the cap of wind. I had the twilight tunic, and the pants of time. I think is what the, what it was. So it's like just like three three hodgepodge Zelda like of past pieces of armor. Um, yeah. But the the cap of wind gives Link the 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 big quaff thing that he used to have in the in the old box art, which I love. Oh, with his hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the tunic of twilight is right a normal Link looking tunic from from Twilight Princess. Yeah, yeah. I, I went I went between that and the um, the tunic of time, which is just the one from Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Um, but the 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 one of the the the, the armor of time that you can get, which is just the hat, the tunic, and the pants, they make Link look like an adult wearing very large kids' clothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think those ones, I think they're meant to evoke the, um, like, the NES illustrations. Yeah, they are. Yeah, which I've well, never it, really... Kind of, but it, it, it also looks like the Ocarina of Time amiibo is also what it looks like when he's got the ocarina. You mean this one? Yes. Like he he doesn't look like I'm like an adult there. He looks like a like 12. That's he's he's meant to be 14, so that works. There you go. Yeah. Whereas in like in the Breath of the Wild Tears of the Kingdom, he's like yeah, he's like an he's 20. He's a very small scrawny adult. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's, he's a man. A, he's a young adult, but he's he's still an adult. Um, yeah. And so I, I didn't super love him wearing that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I got my checklist down and then like, all right, I'm going to go kill, I'm going to go destroy Ganon. Uh, Cap of the Wind is is Wind Waker hat. Yes, yes. I assumed it was Skyward Sword hat. No, no, no. Right. Um, yes. No, but, that makes sense. But like I had a bunch of other like Zelda weapons, which I'm not super familiar with because I've not played a lot of 3D ones. Like I had the, the Dusk Blade or whatever. And I had um, like another named blade that started with a b but Big like goron sword i uh, yeah i had that um, yeah that's sword. that sword rules that's my favorite thing ever yeah when i when i found that sword in this game i literally was there like <gasps> like i was <laughs> yeah. that's such a like fanboy moment yeah to right. myself <laughs> um yeah so like i had a bunch of like what i kind of classified as like plot weapons yeah and i was, yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. swapping between those if i ever needed to yeah. Um, because like before the fight, there's like a bunch of like goons that you fight before them, and then you and then you go and fight fight Ganon. 
Um, Big G. Yeah. Uh, the ending's fine. Okay. It's not... Like, it's better than the, than the Breath of the Wild ending. Hmm. Um, like, like, I'm talking, like, fight and cinematic and all that stuff. But, like, I'm not... Like, I don't care about the ending in either of these games, really. Like, yeah, I, 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 I'm not going to think about them in that way. Um, I was hoping this one would hit a little better so was i and i'm like i'm i went back and watched the final trailer of the game prior i'm like like after i beat after I, after yeah. i rolled credits because i was like i've the the vibe of that trailer is not the vibe of this game like a bit more cinematic a bit more bombastic a bit more story heavy yeah um and like they they kind of just do the breath of the wild thing again and i'm not saying that it's the same game but they do read the, the way they tell that story is almost identical. Mm. And that's not that fun when I've already done that before. Well, also the way they told the story in Breath of the Wild, I think was one of their weakest design choices. Like, I actually don't mind it in Breath of the Wild. I think it fits thematically and yeah. I, I enjoyed it enough. Yeah. But they're doing like heavy character moments and and named characters and character dynamics a lot in in this game a lot more and they're doing you know intrinsic links between characters of old and current characters you know between the the whatever your your group of pals are and the group of pals from the from the hundreds of years ago and mm. and they're, and they're doing time travel their relationship with Zelda and and their relationship with Link and all that stuff and and Link's relationship with Zelda, but it's it feels so disconnected in this one that I think that that was a mistake, and especially especially especially, uh, like I'm I'm very lightly talking about things here, um, and this is not a surprise for you, but like, Ganon has no connection almost to link in this game that right when the fight happens like aside from the the concept of the hero of time and the concept of the demon king like Mm. like that i had no no actual connection between the two physically fighting it was you just knew of the conflict from years prior and you were just sort of ending that conflict in a sort of drawn out way that it almost felt superficial a little bit like and like it's it it's got a little bit more to it than that but i i sort of came out of it going like they ended up because they needed to do ganondorf because they felt like they needed to do ganondorf and that isn't really like realistically that's not good enough like um, it's not a, a fun way to tell a story no and ganondorf yeah. i think is really quite cool in this game i love his design i love uh his like his original like his original character thesis in this game i think that's really dope and i love what they do with him being and becoming the demon king and all that stuff um but his his connection to the game that you're playing mm. is very minor um and it it felt kind of weak towards the end. Um, it's interesting, right? Because he 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 triggers the upheaval. He's the he yeah. starts the game. He triggers the the game to, like redefining itself. Yeah, and like he, but like that's the very 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 start of the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of how in previous games, like you'll hear like in Wind Waker, for example, how he's he is 
occupying this this forsaken fortress in the corner of the map. Yeah. And he sits there in his in his ship, like biding his time. And then things start to move and he and he starts like redefining the world around you, like as he finally starts making moves. Yeah. But it takes a while for him to do that. And then you feel that presence. The same yeah. same in Ocarina of Time, you know, that big world shift in the in the middle point of the game or yeah. um Twilight Princess. So yeah, not getting that shift from this. Yeah, getting that shift later in the game after getting to know the world and then it changes definitely allows you to feel his presence a bit more. But you, that's how the game starts here. So yeah, no, it's 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 a funny issue. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it's 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 it felt like it's not it it didn't feel amateurish, but it just felt kind of dull. Or like, blunt, I think is maybe like like as in like not as in not blunt as in obvious blunt as in like not a sh- not sharp, um, like unrefined. Yeah, I, and I it, it was just it, it's just awkward. It's a, it's kind of an awkward thing in a game that could have built on Breath of the Wild as like we've got this perfect sandbox, this perfect world for you to to go in. Now we're gonna tell this. Lord of the Rings bombastic mm. ass story with and like the the characters overall in this game I think are all right like I enjoy the I enjoyed nearly all the guardians I enjoy Link's you know crew of 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 you know brain brainiacs that are helping this fucking twink move around the planet faster than <laughs> yeah. ever um and I and I enjoy the connection um to the Zonai and 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 the the presence mm. of Zelda from hundreds of years ago, like all that stuff, I think is is good, um, but they just don't do enough with it. Um, and maybe they were too scared of getting in the way of the gameplay. Um, but like, yeah. uh, which is like a shame because I I I wanted Link to go on like a tremendous adventure. Yes. And I wanted, but I wanted the adventure to almost happen to Link this time because he's a rather no- than you make your own fun or make your own stories in like almost entirely. Well, yeah, because like you're gonna do that anyway. Like yeah. just the nature of the exploring of that world and 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 being in that space, you're gonna create your own adventures. But we've had like Link is a known quantity in this world. You go everywhere, and you're like you're Link. Like, yeah. and it's not like who are you? All the people are like. I don't know who you are, but man, I hope to meet that master swordsman one day. Yeah, or like, like, who are you? And Link just silently shakes his hands for a sec. And he's like, oh, you're Link, the protector of Zelda. You're looking for yeah. Zelda. Like, everybody knows what's going on. Like, yeah. no, no one is like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and no one is uh, th- complaining about the Sky Temple's being so confused and why isn't the queen doing anything? Like, everybody's almost on the exact same page. Hmm. And you're the one that still has to find everything, but you're finding everything in a world that you've already explored for 130 hours back in 2017. Yeah. Um, it's awkward. And yes. if they didn't, like, it's not that it's unforced, but it felt like a thing that they didn't have to relearn. Well, it's, you could see... You could see plain as day, clear as day, is what was happening there. Uh-huh. Um, 
in the first game that they did everything they could to make the game as open as they could, including totally. making the story completely, but both open-ended and optional. <laughs> like, not even... Like, yes, with the, the four Divine Beasts, which you can do or you can decide not to do, but also with those, like, key memories where you, you go and you find a certain spot and that then shows you a memory of how how the calamity happened yes. through the eyes of Link and Zelda. Um, that story of Zelda trying to find her powers and there's nothing that can awaken them, it's actually quite good yeah. when you stitch it all together. Yeah. <laughs> and it's quite moving. I remember watching it all in the lead up to Tears of the Kingdom being like, this is good. And <laughs> it's just so hard to absorb when you when you watch one three-minute cutscene every ten hours. I feel the ex- or like I feel almost the exact same way about the 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 tear memories in Tears of the Kingdom. I, like, do you mm-hmm. have all of them? Not all of I've uh, I've seen a lot of them. The thing is, a lot of the like glyphs that you get, there's like ten or twelve glyphs, but there's like eighteen memories. Yeah, because right. they like other things that happen. Like, I think stuff just happens in the story. Yeah. So, like, even if I had them all, I wouldn't have them all. Sure. Um, I've done a lot of the glyphs though. Like, right. I would say like four-fifths of them all. You've got a good idea of what's going on. Um, yes. And that's also really good. What's there, like the film that they've hidden inside of the game, the, yeah, yeah. the, the short animated film is quite good and endearing yep. and engaging and I want to know more and I want to know what happens next. Um, Incoming Hyrule Warriors game. <laughs> yeah, right. You know that game's not canon? <laughs> Ah, oh, I had forgotten that. Yeah, yeah you've yeah, told me that before. Yeah. I didn't know that <laughs> until, yeah. like, after. Um, uh, but, like, yeah, it's, like, I don't know. Like, it, it felt like they were almost too scared to go further away from Breath of the Wild, which is, like, again, wild, because, again, I went back to that, that trailer, and I'm looking at this trailer, I'm like, this trailer's so story-driven. It's all yeah. character-driven, and it feels like Link going on, like, an adventure where the world is happening and moving and things are attacking him and he's attacking back and building these creations to overcome this power and Ganon's in it, like, over and over again and all this stuff, and I'm, like, sitting here going, like, this is like a, this is like an adventure game, but then yep. it, the, the the game doesn't feel like that. Actually, it's a fan trailer of it. Kind of. <laughs> Cut together of all, yeah, the <laughs> of all the really exciting parts. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel... Well, it's funny because I actually feel like I'm, I'm more engaged in the, in the moment-to-moment gameplay of this than I was in Breath of the Wild by the end. That I... I, I, I mean, th- definitively. Well, like, so, so, no, it's, it's not like that for for everybody. Some people enjoy the no. game, the gameplay of, of Breath of the Wild more. No, I'm saying for you. Oh, definitively yeah, definitively for you. Totally, like in the sense that, like, I I might keep playing a little bit more now that I've rolled credits, which I didn't for Breath of the Wild. Yeah, wow. Um, but like, not much more. Like, I've got like it's it's kind of just the bucket list stuff that I didn't need to feel the need to do before Ganon. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. I don't. I keep going back and forth if it's going to go on my game of the year. Oh, wow. Because, like, I think it'll edge in. Honestly, I'm I'm a little in the same place, but not uh, in kind of a, like, I question it and then it always ends up there. Yeah. In a way. And, and I think that, like, overall the story, I think, is not told well enough. 
but th- like the gameplay is good. Um, which leads me to my weird point, which I, I mentioned to you the yes, other day. I was but like, just about to bring this up if you didn't. Yes. Yeah. The best part of this game is the depths. <laughs> I don't agree. I would like you to explain your position, please, Jeremy. <laughs> what if I don't have an explanation? Um, <laughs> You're on the wrong podcast. <laughs> I don't know. It's It's really fascinating because, like... I think this the sky stuff is is not super fun. Like like what, it's pretty thin at the end of the day, isn't it? And it takes fucking forever to get anywhere. Um, mostly because I don't have the 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 as good ability to fly like I do in Breath of the Wild. If I had that ability, what sky stuff. What the BTBs, the bomb bomb jumps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if I just had the ascend into the air dramatically ability that I did in Breath of the Wild. I'd probably enjoy doing the sky stuff more, but the little the little pigeon isn't. It's not as good the ability that you get in this. The, the little pigeon. Like, uh, have you done all the all the all the thingos, all the temples? No, not all the temples. Right. I got one left. Right, is it the sky temple? Uh no. Oh, uh, you mean the Rito? Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I have done that. I have done the right. Yeah, temple. yeah. The ability that you get in that is like just like go forward. Yeah, go forward a, down. a bunch. Yeah, and and the cooldown is really high, and it like, yeah. and you got to have him out to do it. Like, there's a lot of reasons that that is not as good as the one that you've had in Breath of the Wild. Um, and does and like more importantly, like doesn't feel as good. Um, oh, you're talking about the the power up you get after you beat the Rito Temple in Breath of the Wild. Are you? Yeah, the yeah, scale? yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the the bomb glitch where you use bombs to launch yourself. Oh God, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, no, no, okay. I, no. I meant, I meant. You meant the one where you you hold the button, and you go straight up. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That felt so much better in that game than this does in this game. To the point where I'm like, I just really wish I had that instead of this this little pigeon boy. Um, well, you know what you have instead? You have ascend. Yes, but if I'm trying to get over there. Yes, it isn't good for starting a glide. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, but like I, the yeah, the sky stuff I think is not super great, and like if you're not in the mood to do stuff that feels like Zonai themed temples 100 percent of the time, then you mm-hmm. don't really have anything else to do up there. Um. Mm-hmm. But the depths is kind of this like, it's kind of like a proving ground. Like you've got this like this this area where the the enemies are tougher. Mm. You've got the room to explore and experiment with your building mechanics. Mm. You also find less stuff. You know, you're not going to find yeah. steak and fruit and mm. pots to cook with. Yeah, and. And you've got to, like, uh, you've still got to do a whole bunch of, like, traversal and platforming stuff and, like, ascending there's through... goop everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, and on top of that, you've got this this additional constraint on your health, which is the, the gloom, the, the, the corruption-type thing where, like, it reduces your maximum health. And then you have to go to one of the light routes to, like, do it. And there's, there's like, nearly no friendly NPCs and... There's a lot of really cool exploring and it being like the mirror image of the the overworld 
Mm. Like it feels like really cool Zelda stuff. Like it feels like yeah. the 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 other world, whatever it's called in in Link to the Past. Um, the dark world in Link to the Past. The dark world. Yeah. And it's like there's this this is overwhelming feeling whenever you're in the overworld that like there's like a tremendous amount of danger right below you at all mm. times. And then you mm-hmm. and you see more chasms and like just another way of reminding you like it's like this like evil devil like tempting you into hell like come on like you know yeah. you know you want to see what's down here yeah it's so fucking cool it is really cool and it's such a great moment because they didn't give us that before no no i love that they no hid idea. this from us yeah and and it's but it's also like like the the themes of that are so cool especially with this like like that leans into like ganondorf like pulling strings more than he actually does in the game of this idea that like everything that you live this entire world that you're trying to build like Mm. like below you is hell like i will i will fuck you up and raise your level down to this if you don't win like your all of your foundations are hollow yes yeah it is it is so sick and also like it's kind of um that feels like a Breath of the Wild style, let's rethink everything we know about RPG worlds. Like, mm. what if we gave you the entire world again, but below it and harder, which you can enter and exit as you please. But like, you'll have to go down there sometimes. Um, it's it's so cool. I think it's like, it's one of those, like, I love the idea of it so much that it has just like, that is what I'm going to associate with that game more than anything, which is wild considering how much of the game's marketing was all about you go into the sky. Yes. And how much of that part of that game I don't care about almost at all. Yes. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's sick. And there's, there's some stuff down there that you haven't, that you haven't seen yet. Um, the, the thing that you do after the four temples, I'll tell people I think is f- <laughs> fucking sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> it's really shit. And I then almost ignored it forever. Yeah. Um, it's not good. It is not good and felt really weird. Like felt that felt like a student game kind of like mod. Oh, no. Um. Yeah, Damn. yeah, um, and I know what they were trying to do, but they did not execute it on correctly. Um, I'm excited for you to get to that point. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to get to it. I um I had my own Zelda moment this weekend. Mm. Well, it was last night, um, where I I decided to do to liberate uh, and Village of the the pirate infestation. And so I did that. I did that. And then I rebuilt too. the town. I'm in the process um, of rebuilding the town. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. Really nice. Um, a great way to make that place seem more memorable because it really was a bit just kind of there last yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's why it took forever for me to actually go there again in Tears of the Kingdom because like, I remember that place. That place sucks. And I, yeah. and I, and I go there, I'm like, oh, it's... There's goblins everywhere. <laughs> yep, 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 totally. And like they they were so heavily signposting it, like 
all everywhere I went, they were like, oh, I'm from Luralin Village. You wouldn't believe what's going on over there. It's like, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I was like, Pirates, yep. yeah, you're all displaced, you're refugees, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, sure wouldn't, anyway. <laughs> so I did that, I rebuilt the village, and then I went to Eventide Island, and, and then I went down into the depths in Eventide, and there's no lights down there, so I just hit the ground. Did <laughs> you die? very funny. Yeah. I had a fairy, yeah. but I would have. Um, and I'm going through it, I'm going through it, and I'm like, right, what the hell am I doing? Why am I here? Oh, that's right. The last thing I wanted to do before going to the Gerudo village was get the fairy that's on the way there. All I need to do is find this one musician who's somewhere in the Farren Woods, which is why I started in Luralin Village like eight hours of gameplay ago. And so I'm like, right, cool. All I need to do is go through the Farren Woods. Oh, I remember this area. This is the one with all the waterfalls and the, the yellow dragon comes through here a lot. And I look at the map and I'm like, Oh, this area is so big. <laughs> and I I, I want to do everything I see when I go through, but I want to get to Gerudo, but I want to find the... And, I'm, and I actually just overwhelmed myself for the first time when playing these games. And I was like, what am I going to do? I don't want to not find the musician and not find the... Not open the third, the fourth fairy and like... You need some blinders. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I do. And I, cause I do want to get to the rest of the story and it's okay if I don't do every shrine before the end, of the, like at the end of the game or at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was so funny just sort of like being in it and enjoying it and being like, Oh yeah, this is great. This is great. This is great. <sighs> yeah. Cause <laughs> like, I like, like we've spoken about this in the past, but like when I'm playing these games, I need to feel like I'm making progress every time yeah. I play. And I can have like one or two sessions here where I'm like, oh, I just fucked around for a bunch of hours and like, hmm. ah, that's fine. As long as I make progress next time. And then I do that. I'm like, okay, good. But like, if I feel like I'm floundering at any point, then I, then I will fall off. Yeah. Um, which like, which like it, it kind of happened this time when I was playing and then I like, came back, but it was also like more games were coming out. So I was also overwhelmed with just yeah. playing a bunch, but like, yeah, like I, I, I put heavy blinders on when I was doing this, but then, but I was putting heavy blinders on very specific things as well. It's like, okay, like I'm, I've done the entire Zora, like I did the Zora village ages ago, but I've got like, I've got this quest in my backlog to find the, like the Zora like pants. And I was like, oh, like, fuck it, I'll do that. Um, And when you come back, you have like, they send you back through all of the, all of the areas you go through just before you go to the temples. Um, and, oh, right. and they like it's changed a little bit because you've like usually fucked something up in there, which then sends you out. Um, but you can go back in after it's changed, and they're like it's just like a little bit different. Um, but like it was a reason to revisit that that place and just go in and grab a chest and then then dip. Yeah. Um, and then they they also send you back into the temples again to find like another piece of armor that they've placed in there. Oh, fun! Um, which is neat. And like, there's there's nearly no enemies there at that point, so you get to freely explore it a little bit more and be like, oh, like yeah, like this is. I remember when I was here, and and you, like you're not there for long. Um, and that was neat to to revisit those things and be like, oh, like neat. Like I I remember being here and having a reason to be here and now it's much easier and I can just sort of like appreciate the, the look of it and then, and then leave again. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I, I blinded myself into just getting all the Zora armor because I don't actually know what it looks like when I put it all on and yeah, kind of look like an idiot, but like it's, I'm, I've, <laughs> I've got it now. Um, yep. And, and that was enough for me to be like, yeah, cool. Like did a thing time for next thing. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. I like. I felt really motivated in that lower section of the map in Lurlin. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, like there was there was so so such clear objectives and and it felt like I could do it all without being sent on meaningless things to do. Um, and then even Tide was so bite sized and enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed. Yeah, I enjoyed Farron, Tide. And then the, that forest, man, it's just so. <laughs> you need a just. You need a flying machine, my friend. Yes, you're right. And I've often thought that of like, I'm going to walk up this hill. Man, this is taking a while. Oh, that's because they expect me to use my Zonite and just create something where I can just go. Vroom. Yeah. That's the whole point of why they give you that now, because you know the world. So you could just go at it at your own pace. Yeah. When, 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 I go, when I went to that town and they're like, oh, we need 20 logs. And I was like, 20 wood? And he's like, no, 20 logs. I'm like, oh, okay. I built a big log transporting vehicle. Oh wow! And that was, I didn't do that. That was great fun. I like. I then drove it into the middle of the forest, and I, I tore the whole place down, and I <laughs> and I chucked the whole thing in the back of my truck, and I yeah, fucking trucked my way back down to the to the to the village, and I unloaded everything. Really cool. And he's like, I'm like, here you go. And he's like, oh great, twenty logs. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> he was he was like, oh, there's some up the hill. And there was like just enough if you like took out this group of six and that group of six, and there was three in the paddock with the cows. Yeah, there was like just enough for me to do that. So I didn't even have. I, did, I just I just cut them down at the top of the hill, stuck them all together, and threw this battery of logs down the down the hill into the village. Yeah, right. Yeah, and no, I, I made a, I made a, I made a truck. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's so I made fun. a hauler. Yeah, it's so fun doing that in that game. I think yeah, you, you, you got to lean into it a bit. You got to be like, what would he do right now? And then I guess that makes sense. Yeah. 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 I also spent time. There's an island above Eventide. There's a sky island. And it's nowhere near any other sky island. Right. And I spent time trying to build from the very top of Eventide something that would propel me all the way up. But the hot air balloons kept breaking. Like they they time out like the wings do after X amount of time, and yeah. it's like if it lasted thirty seconds longer, longer I'd be there. Um, and then I tried putting like uh, rockets on my shield and jumping off as it was decaying, but then I hit the balloon and just fell back down, and then it fell out, and I, I was like, oh fucking hell! And I couldn't figure out at at one point I decided to strap fans to a big block of wood and and ride it up, and the block of wood was too heavy, and I didn't go anywhere. I'm like, I'm doing this wrong, you know. I'm going to do something else. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to tell you an easy solution? Is it two fans on a steering stick? No, no, because I don't use that because I think that's that's boring. I feel like yeah, I feel like it's kind of cheat. Yeah, like I I did that once in the depths only because I saw one of the final five things that I was at. And I was yeah. like, I was like right below it, but it was like a sheer wall. And I was like, yeah. oh, fuck it. I'll just fan up it. Like, I don't care about this. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, what you should, you should consider using is those, you can get those platforms that when you hit them, they stay in the air. Oh, because, yeah. I've always been confused by those. Like how to use them most properly. Well, you know? so you strap a rocket to them. It sends, like the rocket sends it up. And then the moment the rocket disappears, it just stays where you're at. Yeah, it doesn't sink. Yeah. yeah. So you can keep adding rockets to it. Um, uh, or you can just use it as a platform to like build something to send it further up. Like, yeah. and then you can use another one again. You can just keep doing it. Um, yeah, I could, I could even just auto build a second air balloon off of it and then go from there. Yeah. I was trying to think how to 
get a second thing going from yeah. the air. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- those those are really useful for exactly that scenario. Yeah, because you can That's build you idea. can build entire launch pads off of them if you want. Yep. Um, they're 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 pretty fun. Yep. Cool. All right, I will keep that in mind. Thank mm, you. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a good game. Yeah, it is. I, I think I'm sitting at like eight point eight. Mm, mm-hmm. I think that that's where it is. Yeah, my sentiment is it sits around there, maybe like a like a like a strong nine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like you could make like that case, is, and I'd be like, yeah, it right. is fucking fantastic. But yeah, there's just it's the problem. We've we've done this game once already. <laughs> yeah but it's not yeah. as special so it's 120 hours of done this already <laughs> in a way not entirely yeah like the building's different and they include so many different new, new armor pieces and there's different mechanics and the depths and all of that but it's not breath of the wild for the first time no i i think nothing it's- ever will be again I-, I think it's 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 definitely weirder than breath of the wild in a way that like mm-hmm. this is almost like, you know, like we were making this comparison prior to the game coming out, but like it almost rings even truer now that it's like this is this sure is the fucking Majora's Mask to, <laughs> to Ocarina. Um, uh, in the sense that this is weirder and doesn't hit in the same way that Ocarina does for most people. But yeah. there's like, m- there's maybe more interesting things happening here, but they are mm-hmm. definitely, if they don't click for you, they're just not going to click. But... Mm-hmm. And like and you know like the, the other comparisons of like it's darker tone and reuses the map and all that stuff like so many yeah. so many hilarious comparisons but it's yeah it it's I I think I overall like it more than Breath of the Wild. Yes, me too. Um, but it does. I think it just doesn't hit as hard as Breath of the Wild. It, it does some things. Yeah, it does some things not as well. While bringing in new things which then bring the score up to almost identical to Breath of the Wild in my brain which is just mm. so fucking weird and cool and and the I like I, I it was it was funny I was playing this going is this the last game I play on the Switch? Mm. Yeah. Like and like probably not because my understanding is now that like we won't we we probably won't see the Switch until the Japanese financial new year, which I think is April or May. Yeah. Yeah. But like my understanding is that they are not going to announce it prior to the end of it. Um, Right. Because they want people to buy. They want the boosted stock for the the next year. Yeah. Like that. But they also want people to buy the Nintendo switch this year because it's still Ah. just selling a lot and they're happy just to sit on that for a bit. And then. It'd be silly to, to undercut themselves. Yeah. Um, But I think like I saw some people, like industry like analysis people like thinking maybe like an October release with a with an announcement in May or something. October release, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like they'll do it before the holiday season. Yes. Um yeah. but like not not late like Xbox and PlayStation. I think I if I I feel like it would do well if it was going to come out in the second half of the year. I think it would do well to come out like August, September. You know what I mean? Like with with a launch game, like maybe just like a launch game and then something fun coming out in November. I think that could do really well for it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but I don't, yeah, it's... um. That seems early for a console though. 
It is. That would be a weird spot for yeah. it. Like, because they needed to sort of releasing come out. it in March was also weird. So, well, I think that was because they needed to hit it just before the end of the financial new year. That, I that, guess so. I, I think that's why they did that back then. Whereas this time, it's like if they do October, they can build enough. You know, the diehards will get it. Then FOMO will start to set in, and then everybody will rush for holiday. Well, yeah, if diehards will get it. It'll review well, probably. Though they hope so. Um, and then, yeah, you get the. You, that was what happened with the Wii, where it had so much buzz. Yeah. Where um, you just couldn't, you couldn't get it. Everyone wanted it. It was a good price for a Christmas gift, and yeah. you couldn't get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And remember getting consoles for Christmas. I mean, I remember the I remember the week where I got the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. In that week, and that felt kind of like Christmas. Yeah, where I had like two very exciting pieces of hardware to unbox within three days. That was that was pretty cool. Yeah, fair and enough. Like, like, granted, that was an expensive week, but like, <laughs> it was it was fun. It was certainly fun. Oh man, it, it it it's different when you don't pay for it. You know, it's different. Oh, when it's you, like... you mean that? You mean like remember getting a thing? Yeah, no, but like getting getting a console. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, it's sort of a, like, this is, I'm going to use this now for dozens or hundreds of hours yeah. to play so many cool things that I couldn't before. Yeah, yeah, I remember the, 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 like, the feeling. Or, like, I'm in the middle of my holidays. This is my next four weeks. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I remember the feeling of, like, oh, I better get used to this because I'm just going to be on this for, like, six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I remember the, the, the I remember that with the launch of the PS4. I remember that with the launch of the PS3 being, like, there's, like, a... There's like a menu before this fucking, like before I click into the game. Yeah. Um, internet settings. What the hell is that? Um, <laughs> oh, I can put my photos on here. Yeah. Like, oh, like Sony, uh, Sony Xperia music. What, like, what is this? Cause it was before they had like everything at that point was like rent movies through Sony. Yeah. They were doing all their own thing back then. Um, <laughs> put a CD into your PlayStation three, download the songs onto the console itself. And then you do that. Could you download them? Like you you could rip songs from a CD onto the console to load it onto local storage. I had no idea you could do that because a bunch of games also had the ability to play music that was saved on your console in the game. And the remake of wipeout wipeout HD had a bunch of game modes that were like abstract art. Like there was like, it would be the same models of all the tracks and the ships, but the shaders and stuff would be whack and like trippy and really stuff. And they would be reactive to the music that you were playing. Yeah. That's incredible. It was so fucking sick. Yep. Anyway. Uh, Well, I think the days of, surprise new consoles are, are behind us but that's okay for us definitely like for we're, us we're, we're too close to it now yeah um that i think that might like i think that that's basically the end of my tears of the kingdom um time basically like mm. i might go back here and there but like i don't i don't expect to talk about it on the podcast anymore that that's basically my review is that like i think it's overall yeah. very good it's got some really cool new additions I wish they improved on what Breath of the Wild did with its plot and narrative. Um, but it's almost worse because they didn't. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Even though 
the highs of this story, I think, are higher than Breath of the Wild. Overall, they don't tell it well enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I really felt Breath of the Wild was let down by how they told their story, not what the story was. Right. Um, so I'm not surprised to hear that in a way. Like, it makes sense, but it is a shame. Yeah, yeah. I hope I enjoy it more than you did. <laughs> like, 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 I, I might not, but... Yeah, like, I... I would be surprised if you kind of don't come out of it the same way I do, because I think we're we're both looking at this in the in a very similar lens, and it it just doesn't really have a whole lot going for it at the very end. Damn, like like it's, it's not even like it's what's there is bad. It's just like what there is almost missing. Like I felt like I missed a chapter of of like Ganon and Link like working out each other yeah can, yeah like link being a bit more personally invested or yeah or like or ganon just being there like feeling that pressure of him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um truly is the 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 ant-man of the zelda series <laughs> <laughs> is the ant-man and fucking yellow jacket yes yes <laughs> Yeah, uh, like there's like a shock at the end where the villain says the main character's name, like which is like if that's a shock in your film, that's not a very good thing. Yeah. Um, kind of that kind of happens in this oh, <laughs> ever so slightly. It. He, I think Ganondorf says Link's name at the very, very, very start. Yeah, no, like he does. Like it's it's not it's not quite that. Like yeah. it's not quite that one to one. But those were I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like you know me. <laughs> You know me? Yeah. What is that? Who says that? I don't know, but like I I know it's you... in a movie. It says they say that they're like you know me. Oh, uh Iron Man says it to Thanos. You start yes. and he goes, "You know me." Yes, you're right. Thank you. There you go. Anyway, that's going to do it for us for this week. I'm uh, I'm itching to go back and see if I skip or or blast through all of the Farren Woods in Tears of the Kingdom. I do want to get to Gerudo Town and and, and get back to the center though and get back onto that main path and I, see how it goes. I would recommend like actually skip all the side stuff until you do the four temples first and then come back around because there's, I think a little bit more opens up then anyway. Um, oh, okay. So That's it, good to know. It, it's, it, I think it's worth getting back on track for a bit and then coming back and being like, okay, there's, yeah. there's sort of a, there's, there's, there's a funny lull in the story where they just sort of get you to do a couple of fetch quests. Um, oh, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I, yeah, I'll, I, I'll, I'll I think appreciate that, just bubbling around then. Yeah. I, uh, I, there's so much of the main map I still haven't explored yet. Like I haven't gone to Tarrytown or that whole area with the spiral on the map or, or the. You should do Tarrytown. Oh, I know. I know that they've got a whole like construction thing going on there. I, I know. I, I, I have revised my recommendation. Do Tarrytown now. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's. I don't feel like building things. No, no. Trust. Trust. Okay. It is the it is one of the sweetest things that I've ever seen. They top oh, they top Hudson getting married. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it is incredible. Okay. Yeah, I I promise you this. I might do Garuda Town first, and then go to Tarrytown. We'll okay. All right. Uh, well, everyone, if you want to hear about what I get up to in Legend of Zelda. It this week, over the course of this week, tune in next next week 
of the Minimap cast. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, that wraps us up for this week. Uh, but we'll be back next week. If you want to keep up with us and keep up with when we release new episodes or when we do charity live streams, for example, you can find all of our social accounts at minimapau or just the website name minimap.com.au on Blue Sky. You can also go to the website minimap.com.au to find everything else we do, including our other podcasts, our written articles. Uh, Yeah, the stuff we did at PAX. There's a whole bunch of stuff up there. Uh, you can follow us on the social accounts individually. Jeremy, where can they follow you on the things? Uh, at Obi-Wan-Jez everywhere aside from Blue Sky, which is jeremy.minimap.com.au. You can find me on Twitter at kjpalmer underscore 24 or Blue Sky without the underscore 24. I, uh, I tried changing my Twitch username this weekend and I was telling you, Jeremy, that I can't change my name to anything that doesn't give me a brand new username that I've never had before. Everything I've ever had before is taken and all of the very slight variations on those are fine. Like I could do like KJ Palmer underscore that works, but I can't do KJ Palmer. I can't do KJ Palmer underscore 24, but I could do underscore 240, which I've never done. I could do KJ Palmer one. (laughs) When you sent me this, I did not reply. (laughs) No, you didn't. I had, well, no, you did once. Yeah, I think I laughed. Um, yeah. I, I have no idea what you should do. You should... I know. You should... Re- like, I'm fucked, right? <laughs> or, no, or find a new thing altogether. Ugh. And then just... Ugh. Yeah. Like, something that's, like, not a common word enough, like the word scotch. But not- also isn't cringe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be like, the, the, you could think of something. That's why I went, I, well, that's why I've, I've been trying to go with KJ Palmer for a while. But turns out Palmer's a really common name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could I could be Bradishich basically fucking everywhere. Yeah. There's there's one other Bradishich that I know. And, yeah. I, and I don't know him, but he's, he's last name Bradishich. There's not many. Mm-hmm. And I followed him on Instagram and then he followed me back like like six hours later. <laughs> Yeah, cool. Just because we just have the same last name. And I'm like, yeah. I DM'd him. really tight. <laughs> yeah, I, me- I messaged him. I was, I was like, nice last name. And he was like, yeah, you too. <laughs> <laughs> he's like an artist. So I was like, yeah, all right. And he's, he's a good Is artist. That it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Who knows what can That's so funny. Yeah. He like, lives in America. Like, I don't have any connection to. Yeah, not even a not even a hint of a connection. Like they might not even be related to us because Bradish is, is not a real last name. It is. It was a made up last name. I mean, they all are. Yeah, no, but as in, like, it was a, it was a, originally a different last name, but got like changed to be more like whatever country was, oh. like, like who, whatever, whatever country was dominant of the town that my family is from, right? And that that changed, like, I want to say eight times in three hundred years. That we have no way of following our lineage. Like we have zero way of going back. Wow. For, like that's we, intense. Yeah. Like you, we can go back, I think about four or five generations and that's it. Wow. Because then, then it started to change a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a, a town that has been hotly contested between a bunch of different Euro countries for a very long time until eventually it's just been Italy now. Well, it's why Brad is not an Italian last name. It doesn't sound Italian. What is it? Probably like Yugoslavian, but like it would have been like Bratatek. Right. Yeah. Weird. You're right. That's not very Italian at all, is it? No. I mean, yeah. It's just not real. 
Sam in the chat says KJ Palmer underscore cringe. That could work. You could do it. <laughs> uh, well, yes. Thank you all for listening. Um, if you're watching live, stick around. We're about to start the post show. If you're listening later, make sure to give us those also tasty five star ratings and helps us out a lot. Uh, and just a final reminder: you can support us on Patreon if you want to help keep the mics and lights on. That's Patreon.com/slash MinimapAU for five Australian bucks, and you'll get 24 hours of access, 24 hours of early access to this podcast, as well as uh, other benefits while helping us out greatly. Yes. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We're going to head on out, uh, but enjoy the rest of your November, and we'll see you in December. See Goodbye. You in December.